0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Mindshare Radio. My name is Kevin Whelan and today is a good day for me and it's a Monday and I hope you're having a good day yourself and today I just wanna talk about the the risk factors of being a consultant. You know, is it a risky profession or is it a safe profession over the long haul? And one of the kind of prompts to this discussion was just sort of having kind of gone through a large part of, of COVID and, um and notice, you know, the consulting industry really thrived during, during what was a very difficult and uncertain time. And, uh, that's good for job stability. If you're looking to, um, kind of, you know, if you're wondering, you know, about whether the consulting model is, is risky or, or having a job is risky. Um, you know, like I I had my best year yet and it's still going strong. And, um, that was last year and this year is, is on pace to be another, uh, best year yet. And kind of, what it showed me is that in tough times people do seek expertise and, they do look for people to help navigate those difficult times. And that's ultimately what happened in my consulting business. And I hope, hopefully you found the same thing. If you're listening to this, hopefully your business did okay during this time. And uh, I was even in an industry in the coworking world that was heavily affected by COVID and we somehow managed to get out of it um, reasonably well. And on the consulting side of things, it was you know a, a good year, even though that industry was was pummeled, frankly. So what does that mean for, for you? Um, some of you are still thinking of becoming full-time consultants and some of you are already full-time consultants or some of you are newer on the consulting level of, 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 things. And you're either in the fractional CMO or, you know, seeking to get into that industry. And the good news is that, yeah, I mean in difficult times people do look to consultants to help them get through it. Uh, I did notice that a lot of, a lot of my clients and people I know had a number of their staff members furloughed and laid off and their income went down to zero or whatever the government was subsidizing. And in a hard, in a hard time, you know, people think that the first thing to go are these optional kind of consulting expenses. But if you're kind of positioned as an indispensable marketing guide, as someone who can help facilitate all kinds of solutions in all, all, all weathers in all weather, then uh, you really bring a lot of, value to the table. Not only do you, you can sort of short term replace uh, the in-house marketing asset, which obviously is never your goal. You don't want to become anything close to the employee but what you do is sort of become a knowledge keeper and ensure the continuity of of your client's business during those tough times so it was never ever ever part of my plan nor did I ever make any recommendations or anything of the sort for my clients to lay off their marketing managers or their marketing employees but a lot of them did either just before they hired me in many cases just before they hired me uh, in some cases while they're with me and that was just a matter of, you know, it was time, uh, I guess they needed to shut down some expenses and, and maybe, you know, the employee needed to be replaced or something. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean the, 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 the consulting business model fared very, very well through the, the pandemic and hopefully it continues to, to go that way over time. Now we've been, you know, governments have made it easier on businesses. We haven't really seen the other shoe drop in terms of the economic downturns and maybe things will change but what i'm what i'm seeing at least for marketing advisors and consultants and, and agencies is that there's a lot more people that are building distributed or outsourcing their marketing programs rather than hiring a really big uh, expensive in-house marketing team and what that means is that fractional cmo's are becoming more and more valuable to lead these outsourced disparate marketing specialists you know so that there's someone to kind of pull it together in an organized and cohesive way some of them are hiring a lower cost marketing manager who's maybe not necessarily junior but junior or intermediate um and then hiring someone like like me or others maybe you to help supplement those those knowledge gaps and then to help hire and kind of fill in the gaps with the rest of their outsourced marketing team and it's a um it's a trend that I think is going to keep going. I, I think rather companies, you know, are looking for access to expertise and 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 skills, rather than you know full-time ownership. In in some cases, now if an area is critical to the business's survival, it makes sense for them to hire that in-house. For example, if your company depended solely on advertising or significantly on advertising, it would make sense to start bringing that knowledge in-house and then working with outsourced uh, marketing consultants to help really refine that channel for you, and then to maybe expand it. But the, otherwise there's a lot of advantages. And I think a lot of companies are seeing the advantages to hiring outsourced teams. And what that means is they can get away with hiring either no in-house marketing manager, or you pulling in someone from an operations role who's managing kind of the projects, the day-to-day, maybe putting them in sales and marketing, Uh, business development and marketing. Maybe they're an operations manager and they're being pulled in as basically a part-time coordinator in the marketing side of things. So that's happening more and more, depending on the, like I work in a lot of one to $10 million businesses and that's happening quite a lot. And uh, you basically, whether you are positioned as a fractional CMO or an advisor or a strategist, you are ultimately there to provide that expertise and to to basically help solve the implementation um, problem as well or challenge whether you do it or not, it doesn't really matter. So consulting in and of itself, especially marketing consultant and this advisory services that are, I think are very prevalent in the fractional, (coughs) excuse me, in the fractional CMO world. We're seeing those more and more cropping up. And a lot of my clients who hire me have a fractional CMO as well. So one of the things you could also look for is, you know, speaking to like networking with other fractional CMOs, or CFOs rather, and seeing if they have clients who need help on their marketing program so if your clients have a fractional cfo by the way it might be a good idea to talk to them and see if they can introduce you to any of their clients especially if you work well with them and you have a good relationship with them but that's a whole sidebar Um, but what we're seeing though is a lot of this fractional leadership that's occurring which allows lower fixed overheads and greater flexibility with their spending so they can turn dials up or down in hard times without having to let people go and make difficult um, hiring decisions or firing decisions or furloughing decisions Uh, And whatnot. So that's what I've been seeing. I think consulting is a very long, um, stable business as long as you build up a good base, uh, you know, and you have to be priced in the right way so that clients will stick around with you. You don't want to, you know, end up becoming a part time marketing manager and then having to charge seven or $10,000 to do that per month, because eventually it'll become a marketing, it'll become an expense, and your clients will want to put someone in a full-time role for that amount of money. Uh, so you do have to charge appropriately, you have the right level of engagement if you want to have long-term relationships, or charge appropriately if you're going to have a short-term major strategic impact on the business, you want to be capturing that, um, you know, up front. So that's ultimately uh, how I look at it. I think a lot of people are I mean, you know, for those that are coming from an uh, an employee situation, they may see consulting as a difficult, uh, leap and they may see it as a potentially very risky one, but I'd rather have my eggs in 10 baskets or even more than one basket. And then, you know, be constantly paranoid that you could lose your job at any time. Uh, it's a, it's a tough situation to be in. So that's only one of the benefits, but anyway, I just think, um, consulting is a good, stable, safe form of employment. And, uh, we saw that during COVID. So if you're thinking about making the leap or you're wanting to get into it for the first time, um, then I would say it's safer than it may feel. You just want to get a, a client or two under your belt before you make that leap so that you have some stable cash uh, to sustain you while you build your business. Cause it does take time. And that's all for now. <clears throat> I just wanted to share that with you. And as always, um, if, uh, this was helpful, leave a comment in the community. I'd love to hear it. And, Let me know what you're up to today and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.